Welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. Whether you like to fish, enjoy talking about fishing, or just enjoy the fishing lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. So go grab yourself a cold drink or a hot cup of coffee, sit back, start tying up some fishing rigs, and enjoy the show. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. I hope you're having a good day, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening to the show. The catfish tournament world is doomed. That's the topic of this uh, podcast. We'll get into that in a second. I want to thank everyone that's a regular viewer and listens to the podcast or watches the podcast. Thanks for coming back by. And if you're new... Thanks for dropping by and checking it out. I uh, It's a podcast that's on all the podcast platforms, but there's also a video version that's on YouTube that's becoming a more popular way to consume podcast content. You know, I always get, like, bent on that, like, it being called a podcast because that's, like, supposed to be audio, but audio is turned into videos. It's now a video podcast. It's basically a talking head, and that's what you got. So, for some, you love it. For some, you want to see fishing. The great thing is I put out both. Sunday, I'm putting out fishing content. I'm trying to put out these podcasts here in the middle of the week. So uh, sometimes it's just me, but also going to be pulling some guests in here during the year. Sometimes it's like this one. It's my commentary on the state of tournament fishing here and where we're at this year and where things are. And uh, other times it's great to have people in here to talk about topics. And this is actually a topic we'll probably revisit the tournament world. I, I'd, I'd like to tape something uh, with some different tournament directors out there when I get the chance. And uh, we'll be doing that. And you'll be hearing some of that throughout the year to get their take on it. But yeah, I uh, appreciate you guys checking it out. Obviously, you can listen to it on any of the podcast platforms or you can watch it on YouTube. Uh, if there's any confusion on any of that. Go to my website, DieterMelhornFishing.com. There's links to the podcast, links to the YouTube channel, links to my guide business here on Lake Wiley. I'm a charter captain uh, outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, if you're looking to book a trip sometime, you can go there, go to the contact section on the website, DieterMelhornFishing.com. Also links to the gear, everything, so check it out. But let's talk about catfish tournaments, my opinion on some things. The State of the Union address is what this is. And uh, we'll go over some things. I'm going to make some people mad. I'll just go ahead and start by saying that. I always rub some people the wrong way. And But I think it's uh, there's constructive criticism in here. And I think I've done this before. I've had these podcasts before. And whether anybody will admit it or not, they have listened. There are some changes. Some of the changes that we're going to talk about were things I was talking about here on the channel several years ago when I made people mad with some of my content uh, comments. And uh, I'll make a few more, and it will rub some people the wrong way, and I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm not the most sanitized version of uh, a commentator in the catfish world. Uh, you, you know, you're not going to get a, a politically correct commentary for me it's going to be honest in the way i see it and it is my opinion so uh keep that in mind too but here's my take on some things first let me bring you guys up to ground that may not be familiar with catfish tournaments because a lot of people have never fished one never even seen one didn't even know we had them basically catfish tournaments are run similar to bass fishing tournaments where guys go out and fish for a predetermined amount of time on a body of water 
you catch some fish, you bring them back in, you weigh them, whoever's weight is the most wins the tournament. Pretty simple format. For years and years, decades and decades, the formula, the format was five fish. Why five fish, you ask? Well, because that's what bass fishing did. Uh, in all honesty, for years, the catfish tournament rules and regulations were copied and pasted from bass fishing. Uh, eventually, due to some criticism from people like myself on this topic, uh, the limits have been reduced in a lot of them. Because what I was saying a decade ago is when you're able to bring in and catch 20, 30, 40 pound fish, why do you need five of them? And, you know, this went on for a long time. I mean, these are major tournaments uh, around the country that were doing these five fish limits, which were ridiculous because the fish are so big, the amount of live well it takes to contain fish this big, and the fact that you're doing harm to the fish by doing that. There is a mortality related to it. So that has changed over the years. Some people are listening. Again, my criticism doesn't always fall on deaf ears. It may fall on ears that don't want to hear it, but some stuff's changed. A lot of these tournaments are down to two fish now. Most of them are around three. Some of them are down to two. Uh, I think that's great. I think that's great progress. Uh, I wish to just go to one fish. Why not just weigh in one fish? Uh, I know what the argument's going to be. We'll save that for another day. I'll have that debate with somebody in person. Lyle Stokes, Catfish Weekly. It's me and you, buddy. We're going to go head to head on that one. But that's been the format. Uh, payment in the tournaments. The format has been just like uh, when you go to gamble in a casino or at a poker table. The money comes from everybody that's playing in the game. So it's angler funded. The money you win comes from your buddy you're fishing against. So that was the typical format. And that's kind of what some of these legacy events are still doing. I call legacy events ones like what the ACA has ties to, the American Catfishing Association. They, have, they are tied to a lot of these what I call legacy events that operate under the same format of, you know, uh, everybody pulls their money together, and you go out and roll the dice, gamble for it, and whoever catches the biggest fish wins. Uh, the King Cat Series, same thing. Uh, it's it's angler-funded, uh, and all the money comes from MRM, all these, you know. they uh, That's the model that everybody has used. And to be honest with you, that's the model that will be used moving forward for decades. That will always be around. It's a very simple format. Our local club, the Southeastern Catfish Club here, one of the best run fishing tournament series anywhere. It's the format they use. It's the format they will always use. It is a format that works on a level that is uh, localized. And I'll get into that in a minute, What what the what, where the complaint comes in with this legacy format that this antiquated format but the southeastern catfish club will always use this format it works for what they're doing they have a ceiling as to how big they want to be and there's a limit to how much they want to expand and they're at it and there's nothing wrong with that uh and don't be confused that every tournament that i think every tournament has to grow bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger they don't as a matter of fact i think it's detrimental to the sport to be quite honest uh, i think it drives the cost of the sport up so i think the smaller tournament series are actually a good thing a beneficial thing i think you have much more potential to learn about catfishing in one of these series than you do with some of the bigger ones we'll get to that in a minute um 
but the these 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 legacy series like the King Cat series MRM they have evolved too in the number of fish that they're uh, allowed to weigh in that type thing uh, so they are evolving uh, I didn't want to confuse you with saying they're still weighing in five fish as a matter of fact I don't know any place that weighs in five fish anymore there may be somebody who's doing one because they have channel catfish and they they want to see a big what it, some of this comes down to is they want to see a big number at the weigh in they think that means something this is where you guys in tournaments are wrong that big number means nothing it does nothing to bring anybody else in it does nothing to drive any more revenue for the tournament series but they think you have to have this big number of you know oh 98 pounds or whatever it really doesn't matter uh, but that's where some of this came from and i think what has led to it hanging around like in the catfish uh channel catfish tournaments you get some rivers that's all they got is channel catfish so they're trying to drive that weigh-in number up but that's a whole another story and argument. The ones that have went to one or two or three, I commend you. Thanks for going in that direction. And that leads me to where I think the world needs to go. And what I'm talking about here is the ones who want, are talking about taking catfish tournaments to another level. Like I said earlier, the Southeastern Catfish Club, your local fishing club that's, you know, getting 10, 15, 20 boats in a tournament on a good day. Y'all keep doing what you're doing, okay? It, it, it suits the anglers that are coming to fish with you. But there is a group, there are people that want it bigger. They want bigger payouts. Uh, they want more money. Uh, they, they, they want the big, you know, you'll see it a lot uh, coming into the catfish tournament season here. You'll see people start promoting and talking about a $50,000 payout for first plot place or a hundred thousand dollars. For the most part, the way this has been achieved in the past is either a jacking up the entry fee costs, because again, the anglers are the ones paying the purse or B, you increase the number of boats. You know, it's, it's a double-edged sword with increasing the number of boats. It turns into a chaotic mess, for one. It's a management issue. You can have a lot fewer entries and a lot more boats and or a lot lower entry fee and a lot more boats, and you can get that money into that pool. The bad part there is, well, you only got a few people who are getting any money back in the whole, in the whole tournament. And that is another discussion for another day of why I think there will never be professional catfish tournament anglers, but we'll save that for an, uh, another world. I say all this to say the catfish tournament world needs a new format, a new way to, one, bring in viewers, and two, generate revenue, because those two are intertwined. And... I think the Glenn with the ACA, American Catfishing Association, has touched on that with this new format he came out with late in the year. And I say him because he's the one who's emceeing the whole event. And it's kind of run under the umbrella of the ACA. And uh, But it's basically a one-on-one -on -one competition to where they are televising, I say televising, streaming this live on the internet. And there's two anglers fishing head-to-head. -head. And it's a competition between the two of them. And uh, it's a new way of doing a catfish tournament that, one, makes it 
interesting for people who are not fishing because honestly that is what has to happen to generate the money to make these things higher paying we'll get into all that technical stuff in a minute but the format that they came up with is pretty cool uh it, it, it you're able to tune in and you got two guys fishing they're on both sides of the screen uh and you can kind of tune in and watch it for a while or leave the downside to it is it's fishing fishing is boring 95 percent of the time uh, when you're staring at the back of somebody's head it's even more boring and that is the downside to this but it is a step in a different direction a new format something that is utilizing modern technology the internet to create some type of content that has some revenue potential the other downside to it is the guys who are fishing in it nobody knows who the heck they are they're just some guys that you guys at tournament fish may know who they are you may know them from the tournament world but the general angler doesn't know who the heck these people are is one of the downsides to the catfish tournament world and building an identity around that with a tournament brand is that nobody there's no big name there's no kevin van dam like there is in bass fishing there's no mike iconelli there's no lebron james like there is in the nba uh, and i'm not saying that you know we're ever going to have a lebron james in the catfish world but to have somebody that at least has a little notoriety uh to the bigger catfishing community would help a lot and we don't have that that's one of the things i think that's going to hinder stuff moving forward i said that, you know i i jokingly titled this thing the catfish tournament world is doomed and and, and the entire tournament world is not but there are some things that are greatly limiting just how far it can go and how far it can grow and i'm going to be honest with you i don't know that that's totally a bad thing i don't know that we need tremendous outrageous growth and bigger tournaments and bigger payout and there's a lot of reasons for that we'll go into but yeah it's uh it, this new format they've come out with i think is good and uh, i think it has much more potential for sponsors there's a lot of kinks to work out in the system again trying to create something that is entertaining for people to watch and you need something with some drama to be perfectly honest let's face it brian sadama and joe schmo whoever fishing against each other some of you are gonna know who those guys are and may tune in and watch it if I am fishing against Catfish Dave in a tournament, I guarantee you that 90% of the people watching this video are going to know who that other person is that I'm fishing against. It has a bigger draw. It has more potential, has more reach. It has potential for drama. That's the kind of stuff they need to be looking at to get people pulled in that are not in the tournament world. That is where the money is. There's a finite amount of tournament anglers out there, maybe 4,000 nationwide that fish in catfish tournaments. That's not a lot of people. That's not a lot of people to entertain. It's not a lot of people to bring in. So you got a very small audience. It's a very small audience for the sponsors, and that is where some of this other stuff needs to be expanded and look at some other avenues thinking outside the box so i give glenn credit they say i think what they're doing is going to be interesting and bring about some change and that's page number two of my notes on this i think the king cat guys are also knocking on the door of doing some stuff differently king cat 
uh, is not the old Cabela's King Cat that it used to be. King Cat is totally owned and run by different people now that are forward-thinking, uh, progressive in what they're doing, looking at different options, looking at different ways to make this entertaining, and looking at ways to bring in viewers that are not tournament anglers. And um, I think it'll be interesting. I think they probably have the most traction and are, are probably the one to watch moving forward. I think they're the one who are going to come up with something new and come up with something creative. And, you know, it's 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 tough. It, it's a tough, tough... It's a tough battle to fight. I give them any of these guys running these tournaments uh, a lot of credit for what they're doing because you have to stay committed to it to stay on top of it. It's hard enough running a small local tournament uh, that you put on, but trying to create something and uh, taking it to the next level is going to take some work, especially uh, trying to get it, especially trying to create something that people will watch online and on the internet and will stream and want to tune in for. That's a big thing is that you're creating, when you're creating something online, you got to have people wanting to watch it. Just like, you know, the college national championships or the Super Bowl. You want them to go, oh God, that's coming on Saturday. I want to tune in for that. I think the old days of streaming the weigh-in are... I think they're gone. They get limited views on these things, and uh, it, it's it's very um, it's boring. I mean, it's what it comes down to. It's very slow. It does not progress fast enough. Uh, it, it, you got to keep the stuff changing and evolving. Again, for some people, they'll sit around and watch it. They'll listen to it, let it play in the background. But uh, you know, to create something that has a platform for sponsors to put their advertising, their products, and their brand in front of people. They're going to have to come up with some different stuff. So I don't think the, uh, you know, seriously, I don't think the tournament world is doomed. Uh, I think it is severely limited right now. And I think it's going to be that way for a couple years. I do think there is potential. Um, The biggest battle I see happening is, uh, or taking place, or the biggest struggle, the biggest hill, the biggest thing to get past is getting you, the viewer, to embrace it and consume it. That's going to be the challenge. Uh, I think in the process you will lose a lot of the tournament anglers uh, that we traditionally have because nobody likes change and uh, people get in, you know, they're just embedded into their ways of doing things and guys that are used to catching uh you know, uh, one, two, three, four, five fish and throwing them in a great old big live well and carrying them to a weigh-in and dragging them in totes and weighing them in, they're not going to like it when they're fishing one-on-one or they only get one fish to weigh in or they only get, you know, two hours in one part of the lake and have to move to another part where they hadn't fished. All that stuff that is entertaining to the viewer is... It's changed for the angler. You know, I, one of the things I've said is like, let's show up at a tournament and uh, let's tell them what the rules are going to be for that tournament. Uh, you know, you got a, a, a boat full of beautiful Hellcat rods. Well, guess what? Pick out one of them. Pick out one rod. That's the rod you're going to fish with today. All of a sudden, you guys at home are going, holy cow. That's this is going to be entertaining. I want to see how they overcome that. You know, you show up at the next tournament, and you know what's going to be the what's going to be the change today. 
you know, you got that brand new Hummingbird sonar unit or Lowrance or uh, we're taking it off the boat. You're fishing blind. Wow, all of a sudden, people are like tuning in going, you know, your bank guy's like, I ain't got no sonar. Let's see if they can catch fish as good as I can over here without it. You know, that's the kind of stuff that will make it entertaining and will drive views. Views drive advertisers. Advertisers bring in money to take this stuff to another level to where you can get these payouts without the anglers having to fund it. I mean, like I said before, the tournament world's a poker game. It's, it's gambling. It's like playing poker. You show up, you put your money in, that's your bet that you're going to get some back, and you go do it. Wouldn't it be nice if you could come in there and uh, make some money off the advertisers, the streaming potential off this stuff? I think that's the mountain that I don't know if they're going to climb. That is where I think they're doomed. I don't see that happening anytime soon i hope it does man i think it'd be cool i think it'd be cool to see that kind of stuff happen that's where the real potential is but that's even hard for the uh, bass fishing world to do they've done it they've done it with their whole series you know there's millions and millions of dollars brought in through the uh, streaming television in that world i think there's a lot to overcome in the catfish world for that to happen so i don't think it's doomed i just think it's at a plateau and uh there's always potential but i think it's a long long way down the road before we see any of that stuff happening and uh you know it's uh it's it it may not be a bad thing to be perfectly honest uh all of this stuff that we're talking about if it happens if it was to happen would drive the cost up to fish and to compete and that's not always a good thing. So anytime you start uh, bringing too much money into it, you got to be very careful how you proceed. And you got to be very careful about and have good structures in place to protect the resource in the process. So uh, that is my take on the State of the Union of the Catfish Tournament world. Uh, like I said, probably rubbed some people wrong in some of that. I don't think it was too bad, though. I think it's all constructive. I think the wise ones will take from it and uh, do things that will make the sport better and possibly make tournament fishing better. And, uh, yeah, we'll move on from there. Probably do one of these again in 2025. Good Lord willing and the creek don't rise. And uh, maybe a year after that. So it'll be interesting. I'm going to have some um, tournament directors on this year. Uh, they don't know it yet, but uh, I'm going to get them. I'm going to try to maybe wrangle some if I make it to the Catfish Conference and sit down and talk to them. Uh, Bob Deenan from uh, King Cat. I've done a podcast with him uh, last year, and I would like to do another one with him. Uh, he's um, kind of gone through a trial by fire in the uh, taking over this series, and uh, I'd like to talk to him now that he's got a year behind him uh, or so in, in, in running this series and just see what his vision is. He's a visionary. He's one of the visionaries in the business, uh, in the tournament scene at least, and it'll be good to get a take from him. And uh, Glenn, I'm going to get Glenn from the ACA on. Uh, it's about time to revisit it with him and talk to him. And, you know, find some of these smaller tournaments too, Talk to some of these guys, some of these one-off events. I'd like to hear kind of what their think is, thinking is. If they even want to make it any bigger than what it is or just kind of keep going. So anyway, that's it for now, guys. We'll catch you out on the water.